Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. The heresy of the seamless garment has reemerged in the American Catholic and secular political landscape and discourse in recent months. Truthfully, it never really went away, but it's reemerged lately in light of the coming decision, allegedly anyway, about what the highest court in the country is going to do on the, uh, shall we say, Moloch ritual, which is how I usually refer to it here due to the sensitivities of our totally fair and honest hosts. And mostly, especially in light of Archbishop Cordelione's actions to bar the woman that I call Lady Moloch from receiving our most blessed Lord in the Eucharist, at least until she publicly repents of her evil deeds and works supporting the Moloch ritual, keeping it widespread and free to anyone who wants it. And she has, of course, in the process of doing this, rejected the church's formal teaching on the subject. And this is all because and made possible by something called the seamless gar garment argument. And so I'm going to go over what that is, where it comes from, what it is, and why it's clearly and obviously a heresy, even if the hierarchy of the church haven't had the guts to define it as such yet. So let's dive in. Now let's begin where it comes from. The seamless garment argument makes reference to the gospel in two places. First is the seamless garment of our blessed Lord that he wore at his passion, referenced in all the gospels, I believe, where the Romans cast lot for his garment when he went to the cross, which in light of what I'm going to tell you here is actually, honestly, very symbolic of the secular authorities and what they've done, because it looks like they've bought the church with their various schemes to control the church through various financial mechanisms. And you're going to see how this actually, what I just said actually plays in directly to this seamless garment argument. But the other place in the gospel we see the unseen part of the seamless garment is in the Sermon on the Mount, where Christ gave us the long list of the works we are to do if we claim to love him and our neighbor. If we claim to be his disciples, then we must do the things the Sermon on the Mount lays out. And no reasonable Christian of any kind rejects that. But we will see how the Sermon on the Mount essentially was also co-opted, as well as the symbolism of the seamless garment, to try to erase the Moloch issue as something Catholics should be concerned with. Where does the seamless garment idea in the church in America comes from? It's really two places, actually. It's from the Kennedys and the priests who ministered to them, and from Cardinal Joseph Bernadine, the diabolical prelate depicted in Malachi Martin's novel, Windswept House, where he was depicted engaging in unspeakable grotesque satanic rituals with a real-life woman who claimed the story was true and, was, and it was done to her and was the inspiration for that scene in that book since she told Father Malachi Martin about it herself back in the late 1980s before he wrote that book. Now, according to Dr. Jones, the priests closest to the Kennedys were seeking a way to keep Ted and Robert and the rest of them in good standing with the church, despite the Moloch issue going back all the way to the late 1960s, and especially in light of the Moloch ritual taking on a sort of uh, new movement in America, and then, of course, with the sudden widespread use of chemical barriers to expand your family, we'll say, coming into vogue 
into the 1960s, and especially in the 1970s, when the court made its diabolical ruling. That issue took America by storm, and those priests were seeking a way to keep the Kennedys in good standing with the church. Not for good reasons, but for secular political reasons. Their willing ally in all this was then-Archbishop Joseph Bernadine, who had founded the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops and then become the Cardinal Archbishop of Chicago. Chicago seems to be one of these places that keeps coming up in America where bad ideas come from. He was one of the most influential prelates in the church, influential enough to change the landscape of the church in America for a generation or two at least. He was an extreme modernist, to put it lightly. America Magazine has called for the seamless garment to take on new life in the church, and so a few years ago, they give us this article explaining the seamless garment. There's one quote here that's really relevant. It explains where most of it came from, and the quote is really an explanation from a bishop who used to be Cardinal Bernadine's auxiliary bishop up in Chicago. From that article, quote, Bishop Gerald Kikanis, who recently retired as the head of the Diocese of Tucson, was an auxiliary bishop in Chicago under Cardinal Bernadine. He said during a recent interview with America that the late cardinal who passed away in 1996 was persistently criticized during his career for promoting the consistent ethic of life because of a misunderstanding about the, how the framework approached the Moloch ritual. What cardinal Bernadine was trying to emphasize in his efforts was seeing that all life issues are intertwined, and we have to see this as a seamless garment, Bishop Kanya said. The seamless garment is an image from the Gospels that the Cardinal used to explain the concept, which was picked up by the popular press following his 1984 speech. That image led some to believe that the Cardinal believed all moral issues carried equal weight, which he did not, end quote. Well, they say he did not see that, but that's how it's been in practice. The seamless garment works this way. The proponents like Bishop Conius today or Cardinal Bernard in the 70s and 80s called for a consistent ethic when it approached that broader topic. A consistent ethic, which means what precisely? From the same article, quote, Bishop Cacania said that some Catholics were not receptive to Cardinal Bernadine's message and accused him of trying to undermine church teaching on the Moloch ritual. One of the most painful things for Cardinal Bernadine when he said was talking about the seamless garment of the whole idea of seeking common ground was that there was such a reaction by some to that as if he had betrayed the teachings of the church, he said. The Cardinal, Bishop Kakania said, wanted to somehow heal the polarization that existed, and sadly still exists, not only in the church, but certainly in the world as well. Mr. Millies agreed, saying that the challenge for Bernadine was trying to find a way to make sure the church is engaging the full range of issues and not getting stuck on one, no matter how important that issue is, end quote. In practice, what this has meant is that prelates like Bernadine had always opposed barring Moloch supporting public Catholics from receiving the Eucharist, and priests became afraid to proclaim the church's teaching on this important issue from the ambo at your masses. How, when was the last time you heard at the Novus Ordo a mass on this topic? Unless you have an extraordinary priest, it's been forever since you've heard one, I guarantee it. Bernadine may have said he didn't want other issues to get overshadowed by the Moloch issue, but the practical consequence has been that other issues get conflated with it, put on the same moral level as it, including the ultimate punishment the state can impose on an offender and the modernists rejecting the church's teaching on that in favor of the new teaching that has no bearing or rooting in the history of the church at all. Other issues get conflated with the Moloch issue, put on the same level as it is a moral issue that the church must devote equal time to. Issues like the lack of jobs, feeding the hungry, and other issues that the church should certainly spend time on but are not anywhere near the same level as institutionalized evils like the Moloch ritual. 
EWTN, an old article in their archives, provides a good bit of information about what this looked like in practice in the 1980s, when this evil idea really took off after Bernadin gave a talk in St. Louis in 1984. In the 1988 contest for the highest office of America, various allegedly Catholic outlets went after the conservative in the contest for not living up to Bernadin's standards for what it means to defend the sanctity that we're talking about here. Bernadin never objected to their characterization of his position either, which is the giveaway about the true purpose of his work. This became the dominant way the dominant faction of modernists in America would aid the servants of Moloch in the government and prevent that issue from ever being resolved until maybe now. Maybe. Eventually, the Vatican did respond to this. According to the EWTN article, John Paul II said it was correct to be concerned with all the issues the modernists were bringing up as being equal to the Moloch ritual, though he said they're not on the same level at all. And he pointed out the obvious, that those doing this do not appear to be concerned even remotely with the Moloch ritual, which is true and frankly was kind of the point of their activism on this topic anyway. The point of the seamless garment was to provide cover for a particular faction on the American political landscape, permit Catholics to support them, and to essentially bury the Moloch ritual issue forever. That was the goal in practice. That is what happens when you equate issues that will never go away with something that hit the American landscape in the 1960s as an issue. Our Lord told us we would always have the poor with us. Economic downturns are a fact of life and have been since antiquity. But the Moloch issue has never been something that Christian society has ever been okay with. It was never institutionalized, protected by the highest powers in the land. It was something shunned and done in secret because people saw it for what it was, before the collective mind of the culture was so immersed in filth that our intellects became darkened and unable to discern reality from fantasy. The seamless garment is not even an attempt to equate the Moloch ritual with the timeless and frankly unsolvable problems. It's an attempt to erase the Moloch issue as an issue that the church should stand up against so the church can go into the lucrative business of addressing those unsolvable problems with the help of governments that officially promote the Moloch ritualist policy. That is what the seamless garment is, and that is why I said at the beginning that the image of the Romans casting lots for Christ's tunic comes to mind as what we've really seen. These prelates all use the seamless garment to buy the loyalty of the church, which is why the Vatican has said precious little about this other than John Paul II's statement and a related statement by then Cardinal Ratzinger in 2004 that was by, buried by, guess who, Ted McCarrick, to preserve the seamless garment as USCCB policy. Bernadine's approach destroyed the credibility of the institutional church in America far more effectively than anything else would until the Ted McCarrick problems emerged starting in 2003. The fact that McCarrick is part of this story is something that people should think about for a moment. It really does shed light on this problem. So what do you think of this? Is the seamless garment as a sort of policy as influential as I make it out to be? Is that argument as influential as I say it is? Are the bishops who tolerate or even use this argument as bad as I say they are? Let me know what you think in the comments, please. I'm honestly interested in what you have to say about the seamless garment topic since it's permeates everything in the church in America and, frankly, abroad. If you're not in America, let me know if this, how widespread this is in your own culture. And let me know what you think how, of how the bishops have handled the Moloch ritual in America since the 1970s. I wish the bishops would adopt an ethic on this issue that was consistent with the, what the church has always taught. We can't expect that from the modernists. That's what I think. So let me know what you think about all of this. and Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. 
and share this on social media with people who you think need to see it. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.